Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Forever. Dog. The shocking fury continues. This week on the podcast, VC Andrews's Seeds of Yesterday. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And we are back to VC Andrews reading a, the final entry in the like continuing saga but Mm. there is a prequel that comes after this but it Mm -hmm. is the end of chris and kathy's story in the dollinganger series (laughs) seeds of yesterday end of the line here we go let's (laughs) fucking kill some bitches (laughs) (laughs) um I don't think, aside from the My Sweet Audrina sequel, mm-hmm. I don't think I have hated a V.C. Andrews book that we have covered on the podcast more than this book. I was probably the most bored with this book, mm. but I hated Petals on the Wind more because what Julian was just book? like such a fucking nightmare. And oh, Kathy yeah, was being like out of her mind, <laughs> seducing people left and right. And Paul oh, that's was right. I forgot about like, that. <laughs> molesting his teenage ward. And I was like, I'm oh, not here right, for right, that. Right right right. right, right, right. I think I blocked that from my mem. <laughs> it was also um, a while ago. Yeah. Uh, I truly, and we've, we texted about this a little bit. Um, I really hated everybody in this book except for mm-hmm. Jory and Cindy. And even mm-hmm. then Cindy was kind of written like Dawn and Buffy where it was like she was written she acted very babyish at times. And like every time was, this book was so repetitive. Every yeah. time Cindy came she'd do something and I phrase it this way not because I like believe in how she was treated or like using this word but this is how the book felt about it she'd come she'd act like a big old slut yeah (laughs) and then well she'd come she'd say i'm different now i'm grown up i'm not gonna get into it with bart i don't want to fight this time i'm just gonna like let it like water off my back Mm -hmm. and then she'd act like a big old slut and he would like literally physically abuse her and she'd go why i know the family would go Bart, that's not okay, but also Cindy, stop acting like a slut in his house. Every oh my single God. time she was in the book. And I was like, you're all monsters. I yeah. don't like a single fucking one of you, except for Jory. However, Jory was like never properly intervening. No, and he was kind of like, he was enabling, but he had his own shit to deal with, like, he was well, kind of certainly once he uh, <laughs> became paralyzed. He's well, got his okay. Own stuff. Well, yes, and then the whole thing with Melody and like this all like I I okay. Kathy Kathy becomes a problem <laughs> because mm-hmm. she I don't know if it's that this rep, replicate replicated Foxworth Hall is like poisoning why are her. they why are they going there why why are and they like, going there why and Stop. like why is everybody staying there and they're Stop all it. like 
they're all like held hostage by this weird creepy uncle joel like what joel he- is on it <laughs> why is anybody dealing with joel at all why is joel a presence why is joel accepted <laughs> why is anybody putting up with joel because he's literally like the fucking crypt keeper he's like creeping around yes like and and okay, like a fucking I'm sorry. skeleton haunting their lives. <laughs> and like I like I thought things could not get worse with Joel. And then when Bart was like, I'm opening a chapel on the grounds and Joel's uh-huh. gonna be our preacher, I was like, I like, why are you guys going to service? Like, why is Kathy like, yes, fine, let's all go to service and listen to Bart sing? Like, I <laughs> like at that <laughs> scene where she's like Wow, now that I know he can sing, everything's changed. <laughs> I was like, so, in what way? Yeah, and like, I I am not a mother, so I cannot speak to the love that a mother has for her son. <laughs> but like, every time she's like, oh, but I love you, Bart, so much. I was like, what part? Like, yeah, what, uh, what aspect of In him? what world? Because he's... And so uh, terrible. He's always complaining about how, like, you don't love me as much as Sydney and Jory. And it's like, I truly see, like, no difference in how you're treated. You None. are just a fucking narcissist. Stop. Okay, Stop. but how, how hilarious was his party? <laughs> very, very funny. <laughs> he's like, I'm throwing my 25th birthday party. And, I'm going to come into my own. <laughs> and there is a theme. And that theme is... Samson and Delilah. (laughs) Actually, what is happening? Now that I think about it, he has two very hilarious parties. There's Mm -hmm. the Samson and Delilah birthday party and then his like Oh, the no-show party. party. (laughs) (laughs) Where literally no one comes because Joel pretended to mail all of the invitations and then just like RSVP'd for every single person because... Because Bart included a return on a stamped return on, yeah, him. like a wedding invitation. Uh-huh. I, and so he would okay. just go and put him in the mailbox, and every it seemed like everybody was going to come. And then he's like, "No one, can't. I will literally <laughs> bankrupt everyone in town." <laughs> also, this is like a huge part. Like, like I I want to say the same kind of vibe. As the part, the New Year's party in um, Sunset Boulevard, where it's (laughs) like, like tons of hired help, jellied eels everywhere, you know, like, like (laughs) food, like a chocolate fountain, like everything. And yeah, it is like no one. A gala event. Yes. Black tie. Like you Mm -hmm. are dressed up and no one shows up. And like, okay. Very funny. (laughs) <laughs> Listeners, you literally just heard what Lindsay said that Joel did, okay? Like, this is the kind of, like, bullshit shenanigans that this person is doing. Like, <laughs> so many shenanigans. Around, like, he's constantly sneaking around, like, doing little pranks and pranks on people. Like, <laughs> he's breaking do, like, and pranking do, left and right. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, also, okay, he, like, took <laughs> little different pens and, like, wrote in, like, different writing styles, like, I will attend. So funny. And I will say he's at least smarter than police departments in that way. He is because police departments That's like often. that police department that faked a bunch oh, of thank, thank you, you letters and they, it was they all the same handwriting. Yeah. And they, you know, they could use a little bit of Joel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at like, least there's attention to detail. But look, then Joel Kathy is has detail, a very oriented. good point. She's like, why did everyone answer in all these different colors? Like, because <laughs> it should all be black and blue. Yeah. Not that yeah. many people use different colored pens. It's like pretty basic. Oh, yeah. So but he funny. like got out his like Lisa Frank like yes. he, he busted pens. out the glitter gel pens. Oh my god. Yeah, those milky pens. And he was like yes, he busted out <laughs> milky pens. <laughs> and was like, I will be attending your soirée. And then he put a bunch of uh Sanrio stickers on. Yeah. And sent them out. <laughs> And then he like uh signed like and he was using like his right hand and his left hand and his foot uh-huh. and his mouth like <laughs> it all was different all parts like shaky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so it made all of the RSVPs like look like shit. And mm-hmm. Bart is so stupid. Bart is very stupid. And Bart is very stupid. But I was more angry at Chris 
for never oh my god listening to kathy when it yeah. came to joel every time he's yeah. like he's an old man he's gonna die of cancer soon it's like hello he is <laughs> fucking radicalizing bart yeah. you've already experienced yeah. such radicalization he is just john amos 2.0 it's really mm-hmm. fucking annoying chris yeah. was honestly Maybe my least favorite character in the book over Bart, because at least Bart is camping it up, whereas Chris is just like a a wet blanket on every theory Kathy has as to what's going on. And she's 100% right about everything. And that's the thing. Like, I – it's one of those things, right, where, like – when I was a kid, I was like more mad at my mom for being like really, really hard on me. And then as I grew older, I was more mad at my dad for like needing to have known better. So it's that yeah. where I'm like, Bart is just going to Bart, right? Yeah, Bart's going like, to Bart. But like you should, you should know nature. better, Chris. Because yeah, also- Yeah, and you should know that it's his nature. Yeah, because you always knew. You said that you, about him when he was a kid. Yeah, and he's a fucking dick to you all the all time. The ta- he acts all like you don't time. exist. Literally he, acts like you don't exist. Yeah. W- refuses to say your name. For no reason. Like, why are you being- held to a different standard than Kathy. He's got such mom issues. I also, okay, the thing that I was going to say before we started recording, and I was like, I guess I should just say this on the podcast. Mm -hmm. I know that like I should have gotten over this detail from book one, Mm -hmm. but like I cannot get past the fact that Kathy and Chris are brother and sister and that she (laughs) keeps fucking oh, you being like I just can't swallow it it's <laughs> she I like that she keeps being like well I don't know why my like overly religious zealot son like yeah, thinks I'm like, a sinner so upset <laughs> like it's because you're married to your fucking brother Kathy that's why mm-hmm. like what and like the fact that she's like oh I mean everyone in town hates us and it's like yeah because they think that you and your brother are fucking married, dude, and living and in your you know creepy what? house where you grew up. You are. You are. I'm sorry. Like, like I don't. Uh, I am gonna <laughs> judge you if you're like I'm getting married to my brother. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, but this is the life you signed up for. Uh, you signed up for judgment. Yeah, and I don't want to sound like a uh, you know nimby about it, but like. <laughs> But not in my backyard. But not in my backyard. Not in my I will backyard. Not have a brother sister marriage mm, in my backyard. Mm. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank no, you. No, thank you. I just, I so I couldn't help but be, you know, I was continuously surprised. I kept remembering uh-huh. that they were brother and sister. I was like, oh god. I was. I will say at the very least, like, at least Kathy's not still doing this. Like, should I? Yeah, she's I? on board. I was like, she's she's like, yeah, commit to the incest if that's what's happening. However, it's still wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still. It is still wrong. A hundred percent correct for like Bart to be fucking freaked out. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's correct for him to be freaked out. I think the way that it manifests is very, uh, but I wasn't as annoyed with with Bart as I was with Chris, kind of like you, because at least Bart was like high camp, like Mm -hmm. strutting around and being like, this is my home and it will soon be mine as soon as I come into my own. And he's at least providing the entertainment. Oh, yeah. And he's like, he has his own separate wing and like won't let Cindy in it because he thinks she's sinful. Okay, did he like assault Cindy? Do you remember when Cindy, like he, so one of the many yeah, times that like he, he catches Cindy. Like, takes her back to Joel's To the barn room, or something. And yeah. And just like dresses her down verbally. Well, no, there's a part where when, so when Cindy is saying to Kathy what happened to her and she's like, and and I think this happens like off page. It's just one That's sentence. The part but is I, later she is it confides it? that that Bart hauled her off to Joel's room. You and Joel just like lectured her while she was naked and bleeding. You whatever. I don't know how much Bart assaulted her compared to the guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
But oh my God. I mean, so mm-hmm. all Bart is doing is like running around and like beating up Cindy's paramours and then like <laughs> screaming about how Cindy's a slut. All and of her paramours. Every single paramour. Yeah. Every single paramour. Also, the clothes that I I started getting very annoyed with Kathy because Kathy was like, Cindy is dressed so provocatively. She might as well be naked because she wanted to show off that juicy nude body of hers. And I was oh, like, yeah. why is Kathy? Kathy has such a male gaze. Yes. About Cindy, like talking about her breasts jiggling yes. and her shapely legs. Was this an Andrew Niederman? From some notebooks shit. It had I to don't, be, right? I thought she... That was the if weird thing. This was published I, before her death, I thought. Or at least the I copyright thought. was before her death. I'm going to look it up. Because or is it... Or is it that Kathy is like poisoned by Foxworth Hall? Like, is she getting that like puritanical stuff because she's back there and she's kind of becoming her mother slash grandfather? Maybe, or also it's just like this is how VC operates. <laughs> maybe, maybe. It's just like as soon as you become a mom, you like become sort of evil and then you're evil maybe. to your daughter. Or it's just like VC has a very male like gaze or yeah. VC is possibly gay or yeah. bi. Yeah. And is like describing having Kathy describe her daughter like she's turned on by her and I'm just like this is every yeah everything is so deeply fucked up yeah and the way she describes Cindy too as like wanting to show off like you know what I mean like she had this mm-hmm. like new bio body and she wanted and to like, show fine, it off show she, it off yeah I was like I don't care but also the clothes she was wearing see like it was like a sweater and pants I was like what are you talking about, Cindy? Yeah, uh, the, the only part where I was like, I couldn't really picture the dress, and I wondered the red like, dress. What? Yes, what VC Andrews <laughs> had in mind because it was basically described as though she'd like painted her body red. Yes, she's like it was and painted the, on. The, like she couldn't walk with yeah, it. Like the the front like went down in like a deep V to like her belly button or something. Yes, I remember seeing that and being like, okay, so it's this like that, is a also percent VC. Man, Garden so of maybe Shadows it's just... is based off some notebooks, I think. Okay, uh, maybe it is that Kathy is becoming this like. I I think it's simply VC. I don't think this was like a well, character choice when it comes to Kathy. I think this is just how she was describing her. Well, because it's weird because when we see Kathy as a young woman, even though she's like seducing people, we aren't do- getting this like, and then like I pushed my pert breasts up and you know what I mean? I think we are. Huh? I think we are. I think that is, I think that is how it was written. It was? Was I just yeah. not seeing that? Let me, Man. I'm going to grab pedals. Different times. Real quick, just a Different second. Different times. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Okay, I'm just going to flip through the book. We can keep talking. Sure. It, well, also, I think, uh, you know why I think maybe I didn't notice it as much if it occurred in the earlier books? 
um, is that it's one thing to like be talking about yourself that way and kind of be like, oh, I'm noticing these things about my body and how it makes other people react. Yes. But, but it's when it comes another, to your daughter. Yes. And you're talking about your daughter like that. They were also, why is everybody talking about their sex lives all the time in this book with their fucking family? I Everyone. Don't. No. Like, why is Bart being like, you know, I've had myself the woman and I go to brothels and blah, blah, blah to his mom. And then Cindy being like, you know, I love it when a man takes me to her mom. Like, why are they talking to Kathy about this? Why are they so open about their sex lives? It's so gross. And maybe that makes me puritanical, but I don't want to like, talk to my parents about that. Waspy, please. Yes, please. Just a little more waspy. Yes. Just this line. But how fascinating to know that men of 40 were susceptible to girls of 15. How wonderful oh, to God. wield over them the power that my mother had. That's very Niederman. Niederman was the perfect person to keep writing. Yeah, maybe books. he was the perfect person to do. This. I think well, I get it though, right? Because there's su- there is something different about it when you are because if you're a child and you're kind of like, wow, like I've always felt powerless and now and I had this very unhealthy relationship with sex because I did like fuck my brother. Mm-hmm. I I am I'm so used to not being having power and now I have this power over the type of person who would normally have power over me and seeing that like the only like like and and having the kind of mother that she had, right? Mm-hmm. Like where it's like so that seems like an accurate portrayal of someone unhealthy with like unhealthy about sex. I think it's just much grosser when you see her perpetuating that onto her child. You know? Yes. It's really creepy. Like it's it goes from like sad to like oh but no 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 like maybe you should not have had a daughter if you're going to be like this, you know? Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. But like yeah, okay, she should so, never have she shouldn't have adopted any Cindy. children. She shouldn't have adopted no. Sydney. She shouldn't have had Bart or Jory just like. No. And your own bloodline. Yeah, because I mean, what ends up happening with everything? Okay. So first of all, you started talking about this. The first hilarious party that Bart has is his birthday party, his 25th Samuel, Sam and Delilah party. Okay. And he's like, my brother is going to perform. And. So everyone's very excited to watch this amazing dancer because Jory's like following in his mother and father's footsteps. Beautiful dancer. Mm-hmm. Dancing with Cindy. Also, here's the other thing. I was like, duh, Kathy. Of course Cindy acts out because you only pay attention to her when she's bad. Because all you care about is Bart and Jory. Yeah. That's it. You don't care about Cindy. Well, she does. But it's that thing where it's like, oh, the good child doesn't get as much attention. Mm -hmm. Because like she does truly love Cindy. She does, but she doesn't like, she's like, oh, And I just say that it's like, I know that you understand that obviously, but like for any listeners who didn't read the book, like she goes on and on about how much she loves Sydney, but she, Sydney, Cindy, (laughs) but she is not paying nearly as much attention to her. No, like even in the scene where she's watching Cindy and Jory dance, she's like, wow, I mean, Jory, he is just his father reincarnated, fantastic dancer. Everyone loves it. And she's like, oh, and Cindy was like, fine. But anyway, Jory, <laughs> oh, I mean, mm-hmm. he was something else. And then as soon so, as they discover like she has some talent. The singing talent? Mm-hmm. Well, then the guess end. what? <laughs> the end of the book where Cindy and Bart are singing together on his fucking televangelist show. Oh, my God. I, I did like, not understand. I can't believe this is happening. I okay, so I was not clear that he was actually having a full on ev- televangelist show. That is, yeah, I very was start, I had to go back and read a couple times because I was like, did I get this? Yeah, right? it, it's so that he like, becomes a minister. Yeah, and he discovers that he likes how she sings because she sings at his sad no one came party, <laughs> and so that's like where that seed is planted. Hmm. Um, but okay, so he's having this birthday party and he's like, everyone's coming and everyone does. And it's a huge, huge event. And there, I mean, there's like a full on stage with like 
you know, backdrops and everything and props. Yeah, he is he is like full Gatsby. <laughs> yes. Yes. But the woman he's trying to prove something to is his mom. Yep. So there's that. She element. is his Daisy. <laughs> God. Oh, um God. I went to yeah, the two scenes of- where I was pretty sure that she described herself that way. She didn't. Oh, she didn't? <laughs> She's Cindy. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> I think the, okay, I don't the know one what that particularly got me is when she was like, Cindy's breasts jiggled. Yeah, jiggled like, freely under that jiggled. sweater. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, ew. 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 Don't like look at your daughter that way. That's gross. Why are you taking note of this in this way? Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Um so so Jory and Cindy are performing. Jory's wife is not performing by his side and it's not clear why because she actually mm-hmm. they met doing ballet. Mhm. Um and oh, it's the pregnancy. Yeah, we learn later it's the pregnancy. We learn right then. Oh, does she say it right then? Yeah, because they okay. they they arrived. Let everyone know basically right away. And oh, then Bart is oh, like, oh. "I want you guys to dance the Samson and Delilah ballet," and they're like, "Well, you didn't give us any warning. That requires weeks of pra- practice, and Melody can't because she's pregnant and she needs to be careful of yeah. the baby." And so he keeps saying, no, no, no. And then Cindy arrives and she's like, I can do it. I'm secretly taking ballet. Oh, yeah. And I've been and practicing so then secretly. then she performs with him. So a pillar falls down. <laughs> and also like Melody is like, Melody is like stressed out during the performance. Um, Both her and Kathy have this feeling like, bad shit is going to happen because of course it is. Yeah. And it does. The pillar falls Mm -hmm. down and it was supposed to have dry sand in it. Someone wet the sand. It falls down and breaks Jory's back. Mm -hmm. And also they find out that Bart not only somehow the sand got wet, but he also took out insurance to collect a bunch of money if anybody gets hurt at his party. Mm-hmm. And then they never really return to that fact. I know. It's like only I was Kathy. Like, she like thinks about it twice. Talk about the fact that he absolutely did this or Joel did it and he told Bart to take out insurance. Yeah. But it like it gets brought up and then dropped. Well, almost all of the Joel stuff, like all of Kathy's suspicions die with her. Yes. They never address the fact that Joel was a fucking monster. Yeah, that like was puppeteering the entire situation. I just can't get over the fact that Chris, even after everything that happened with John Amos. I know. Was not trying to get Joel the fuck out of there. They know that he is like has a very weak mind, susceptible. Yeah. Yeah. Hugely susceptible. Mm-hmm. Um stupid. It's fucking stupid. It's really stupid. Um so then Jory's like obviously very upset because he can't dance anymore. And he had this whole idea of like having a full life of dancing with his wife at his side. Melody is being annoying as hell. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I know she's going through I fucking it. Hated I know. Melody. No, I was like, like, I'm done. I'm uh, done with Melody. She is a basket she was just case. Weak. She's just a weak so individual. Fucking weak. And I and did I know, appreciate uh, about Kathy that she was like, "Get it the fuck together. This isn't fully about you. Your husband has been paralyzed. He's a ballet dancer. Mm-hmm. He's but going through a lot same of time, trauma. But at the same time, like Kathy was also being kind of annoying at a certain point because then she was like, "You need to just be in love with him and be with him forever." I was like, "Wait, Kathy, hold on." <laughs> Uh, I don't like think whether Melody or not she can stays do with him is one thing. But yeah. she, not going to the hospital was like an embarrassment. Yes. Yes. And like I did like that Kathy was like forcing her to bathe and like put on makeup and mm-hmm. go see him. Because also like it wasn't even like Melody's reasoning for like why she felt upset like wasn't 
sympathetic. Like it wasn't that she was like, oh my God, like I feel like I'm just going to like freak out and make everything worse. And like, I just don't know what to do. Like my vision of my life is very different. It was that she was like, I just don't seem as a man anymore. And I'm like, okay, yeah, well, like, all right, <laughs> go to hell, Melody. I don't know. Like I, I would be like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. Don't bring yeah. my son down. Yeah. With your like shitty ideas with your yeah. shitty ableism. Yeah. But it was very like annoying. Like, so Kathy like went from being kind of cool about it to then just being like very unhelpful and bad when she was like, I don't care that you have been fucking my other son, Bart. Like, you need to just tell my son that you love him, my other son, Jory. And mm-hmm. also, like, why was Melody confiding in Kathy? Like, don't tell her. Like, what are you doing? Well, she was only confiding in her because because she was caught. Kathy had caught them, <laughs> and like just stood there watching them have sex. Right? <laughs> okay, I was just like was stood much. there. Yes, yes, yeah. Like, stood there oh, and watched no. Bart just this like really bad. pump into I guess her. I'll just like <laughs> stick around and see how this pans out. Yes. What I. When she hides and watches Bart walk around naked, oh. I was like, this is next. I mean, you got to you got to just mean, be this like this is very doll and ganger. <laughs> and I was like, you got to like slam a drawer closed really loud to make sure he knows you're in there. Like, yeah, you got to like, some attention oh. to this shit, please. <laughs> you freak. <laughs> but instead, she like watches the entire coitus and then like <laughs> pops in and is like I They're, like caught rolling you. around naked. It was I was like, you could have just stopped it at the beginning. You didn't have to watch the whole thing mm-hmm. and then be like, I caught you. You creepy little creeper. Like I know. Like eyeing your daughter like yeah. you're sexually attracted to her. Ugh. Yeah. And then like just really just really watching your son Oh, yeah. Fuck your other son's wife. Pregnant wife. And then Bart is such a piece of shit that like once Melody gets too pregnant, he's like, I'm not interested anymore. <laughs> that just, was like, incredible. I was like, I <laughs> believed you, Bart, when you said that you loved her. <laughs> I'm honestly like disappointed in you. <laughs> I know. He's like, you know, it's different with you than the other women. Like, I actually feel love. Oh, my God. Okay. When he was talking to his mom about the difference between fucking and love, I was like, this conversation needs to not happen. Okay. Hold on. Mm-hmm. I, I took some screenshots because I was truly disgusted. Um, oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. I've experienced sex, mother. I didn't expect to enjoy it, but I did. I felt my body betrayed my will. But I've never been in love. Can't imagine how it would be to devote myself to one woman when so many are beautiful and only too willing. I see a beautiful girl walk by. I turn and stare, only to find her turning and staring back at me. It's so easy to get them into my bed. No challenge at all. I use women, mother. Sometimes I'm ashamed of myself. I take them, discard them, and even pretend I don't know them when I meet them again. They all end up hating me. Aren't you shocked? Or am I just the churlish type you always expected? Churlish. (laughs) Churlish. Which I like, why Bart? I know that like you are absolutely unhinged. <laughs> I yes. know that you are like very unwell, but like, do not like. Why are you saying this to your mom? Don't know. And then she says, "Where's the romance in your kind of taking, Bart? What do you give to the women you go to bed with? Like, don't engage with him on this. Why Kathy. are you talking to him about this?" <laughs> Stop. You are way too open with your relatives. Yeah, they're really. Don't. Don't. Uh, gross. It's very gross. Don't like oh, it. Also, okay, I want to like, uh, Bart's like room decor is so fucking ugly for his bedrooms and rooms. <laughs> yes. His, okay, I have a description. Ready? It's like so like pickup artisty. Okay. His rooms were all black and white with red accents. Dramatic, but somehow cold. I sat down on his white leather sofa, fully 12 feet long, my feet on his red carpet with black velvet and satin pillows behind my back. That is so ugly. This is like a fucking old-timey idea of a brothel. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) They're 
like, what like, are the I'm sinful sorry, colors? Are you in the old west? Like, what yeah, is this yeah. room? <laughs> um. Oh yeah. So we were kind of talking about how Melody starts fucking Bart after uh, her mm-hmm. husband experiences an accident at the hands of Bart and or Joel. Um, and this is. Oh right. Okay. So this is when she's like yelling at uh, Kathy's yelling at Melody about fucking Bart. Mm-hmm. So she's like, "You're not going to escape your responsibilities that easy, Melody. I am here to see that you live up to your marriage vows." First, you will cut Bart out of your life. You will never allow him to touch you again. You will say no every time he tries anything. I'm going to confront him again. Yes, I've already faced him down, but it's going to be, I'm going to be tougher. Yes. If I have to, I will go to Chris and tell him what's going on. As you know, Chris is a very patient, understanding man with a great deal of control. <laughs> Entirely but he won't too. condone. <laughs> he won't condone what you're doing with Bart. And then, and then he does. <laughs> and then <laughs> he, he does. And then she, she's like, leave Bart alone. Think of your child, which should come first. You shouldn't be having sex now anyway. It's sometimes not safe. So then sometimes I was like, safe. I was like, do you think that like Bart with is like stabbing the baby <laughs> like with his massive schlong? Like I, I mean, depending I, on how far along she is. I mean, she's only... At this point, she's still attracted to Bart, so she's yeah, not very true. pregnant. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm just so sick of everyone's bullshit. <laughs> just stop it. Just okay. stop this fucking endless cycle. And then when okay, Melody okay. has twins, oh and god, Kathy won't oh, stop god. calling them. Oh my god, Carrie oh, my and Corey. God. It's like, Kathy, you're in your 50s. Get it together. And she's like, they're my twin siblings reborn again. And Chris is like, hello. (laughs) Where is this coming from? (laughs) Okay. Also, on the in the same realm as the terrible party at the terrible birthday party that no one comes to Mm -hmm. in the same realm of awkwardness is the Christmas celebration. Oh, boy. Where, where Melody is like at this point extremely pregnant, but like trying to like make eyes at Bart, and Bart is just ignoring her because she's too pregnant for him to want to so fuck. Funny, it's so and, funny. Okay, so they're all like forced to like pretend to have a wonderful night. Mm-hmm. It's awful. Like nobody's talking to anybody, and. Bart like keeps leaving the room when Melody tries to sit near him and so she eventually like gives up and leaves. But then she's she keeps coming back and then like he comes back like it's very you know they're chasing each other. And Jory is watching this the whole time. Really really sad. <laughs> really sad. So then there's this moment. Oh and Cindy's like trying to make it fun and she's like let's sing carols and ev- everyone's Poor just like Cindy. Uh. And then, so, so then, she's like, I guess we'll just party with the servants. <laughs> <laughs> and then, okay, so then it's, this is like now at the quiet, like, quote, family time. Mm-hmm. That's after the party where no one shows up. Mm-hmm. And it's just Jory and Cindy and Melody and Bart and si- and Kathy and Chris. Okay. What a combo. And and they're supposed to like be trying to have fun. Like at this point, why even do this part? Like just go to bed. But whatever. At this point, why are you even on speaking terms with fucking? Why are anyone? you even there? Why are you? Why there? are you why doing are you this? There. And oh, and Joel is like hiding behind some knights of armor or whatever, <laughs> like suits of armor. Yes. <laughs> so then, so they're all sitting really awkward by the fire, and like no one's having fun. It's horrible, it's and like time. no one's talking. And like Bart and Melody are still kind of doing this, like, let's ignore or Melody's like trying to get Bart to notice her. He's pretending she doesn't exist. Jory's just watching it. So then Jory. Okay. Jory does a toast and it is maybe the most terrible, (laughs) terrible experience. Like, why are you guys like, why do they stay in the room after this happens? So he puts up a glass and he's like. Hail to the joys of Christmas Eve. May my mother and father always look at one another as they do this night with love and tenderness, with compassion and understanding. Again, sibling parents, whatever. Mm-hmm. May I find Which that he knows. kind of love? He knows. Everyone knows. Everyone, Everyone in the room knows. knows. 
may I find that kind of love in the eyes of my wife again soon. And then he just stares at Melody and everyone just stares at each other. (laughs) Why? Here's what's so so funny is like because Jory is such a sad sack. Yeah. I read that as being like a sincere Oh my god. Like oh in my time, he's like, no. and here's no. to my parents who look at each other with such love, and one can only hope that my own wife will look at me again. Oh my god! And I was I like, can't. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> you oh, also pathetic piece of shit. Okay, so then, okay, so maybe this happens. Yeah, so then at the same time, so then this is like during the party part where no one's there. Mm-hmm. So Bart's just like upset, and then Cindy does a toast to him, and he's like, "Oh, maybe I feel a little bit better." And then he like, in one moment, becomes actually vulnerable, and he's like, "I don't feel successful, not when no one will even come to my party." And then he kind of like starts to cry, so he turns around, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Kathy's like, "Will you dance with me, Bart?" And he's like, "No." <laughs> And then he runs. He runs away. He runs away and looks out the window. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> and then, oh boy. Oh my god. And then, uh, Cindy's just having a blast. She's like ha- dancing with the musicians and uh, and servers. I mean, poor Cindy. I mean, she's like, I guess I'll have fun. And then everyone is just sitting in the front parlor waiting for the guests still until midnight. From eight until midnight, they're just sitting there waiting for guests that do not come. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <sighs> and then, like, the servants are getting drunk. Like, the servants are just the party. So, or what is up with British Trevor? Okay, or, like, first of all, guy. I, I why does he stick around? I don't know who the fuck Trevor is. Like every time he showed up, I was like, "Who is this?" Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like Trevor's here. He's here the whole time. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know what his deal is. I don't know why he. Can you imagine being Trevor and being like, "Oh, I'm gonna go work at this house," and like. It, <laughs> This might be good for my career as a butler because it's a very big house. And I was just like fired by my previous employer. And I yeah. was like, there's got to be a story there. Mm-hmm. Oh, because he did too good of a job or something, which I was like, that sounds uh-huh. fake, Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess my biggest weakness is that I'm too hard of a worker. <laughs> and Kathy's like, I just perfect. care too much. <laughs> oh, OK. So you were talking about. Um, when the twins are born, <laughs> at this point, everyone is so unhinged. Like everyone is like, I just feel like the logline for this book is like, you thought pandemic was bad. Well, imagine being locked up in a recreation of the house where you were abused with mm-hmm. your family and your husband's your brother. Like, so, okay. So Melody gives birth and they're twins. Mm-hmm. And And then, uh, okay, this is Kathy. Oh, I breathed, taking the small girl into my free arm and gazing down at her. I knew immediately who they were. Carrie and Corey, born all over again. You fucking psycho. (laughs) Chris, how fantastically marvelous. I laughed, then saddened as I thought of my beloved twin brother and sister, now dead for so long. Still, I could see them behind my eyes. It's so funny that she says that. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 please, please. Just like- She's like, oh, my God, it's Corey and Carrie again, born to us once more. (laughs) How fantastically wonderful. (laughs) Suddenly, I remembered Corey and Carrie, and I got sad. I was like, you were already remembering Corey and Carrie. You were already remembering it. You remembered it. (laughs) And then she goes, "Um, the same twins, doppelgangers. And Chris is like, huh? (laughs) He's like, no, Kathy. He stated firmly, not doppelgangers. These are not the same twins born again. Remember that. Carrie came first then. This time the boy was first. This is not an unlucky, doomed set of children. I was like, that's what you think is going to get through to her? The fact that they came out in a different order. <laughs> oh, seriously. Like, you think that she's going to care about that? 
And then again, despite what Chris had said, I knew who these twins were. Corey and Carrie, reborn to live the kind of wonderful lives that were their due. The happy lives stolen for them by greed and selfishness. Don't you worry, I whispered as I kissed each small red cheek and then their sweet tiny hands and feet. Your grandmother will see that you're happy. No matter what I have to do. Gobble them up. (laughs) You two are going to have everything that Carrie and Corey didn't. I, I mean, I think at that point, she's gone, mm-hmm. right? No, no return. She's cuckoo. And like, so at the, like, this, this house is a complete hellscape at this point because she is like running around thinking that these twins are like reincarnated of her dead twin siblings. Bart is like full on preacher mode. Him and Joel are doing like sermons. Oh, and then when the twins get older, he like, makes them go to these private sermons where he like makes them say that they're born of sin as incest. Uh, why why but is everyone not. in this family obsessed with the cursedness of the family? Yeah. Well, I think that's what happens when you marry your brother. You know, it it creates kind of this cursed situation. Cuz like if well, I and were Corinne a- marrying her half uncle yeah, so it's like it seems like this repeating. Well, clearly the lesson here is that moms are terrible because they'll run off yeah. with their lovers and curse the entire family forever. Yeah. That part <laughs> at the beginning when Bart's like, I made the house exactly. And Kathy's like, it's gorgeous. I mean, that balcony wasn't there, but it's gorgeous. And he's like, you shut the fuck up. That balcony was so there. Joel told me everything. Joel told me everything. And Joel's like... <laughs> Yes, originally there was a balcony there, but uh, my mother used it to rendezvous with her lover. And so when she left, my father had it torn down. But I think it looks rather charming there. And Bart is like, see, mommy. <laughs> I told you. And everyone's like, like okay. this is fine. Yeah, Let's I, move we're in. not going to talk about this at all. We're not going <laughs> to discuss the fact that this like fucking long lost monk uncle is like grooming your son grooming your son to be a crazy ass preacher yeah why are you letting him stay here or why are you staying there i would be like it's me or monk uncle like get it it and it's crazy yeah i i don't know why kathy didn't put more of a foot down about joel and i did text you this i don't condone this type of behavior but joel is an old man just push him down the stairs We've seen characters I, I get pushed downstairs it's, many times in V.C. Andrews stories. Mm-hmm. Just do it here. Yeah. Don't need him. Get rid Don't of him. Don't need him. He's got to go. This is a case where it's like you should retroactively end the bloodline. Like you should end the bloodline before yeah, yeah, you yeah. got there. Everyone that yeah. came before yeah. you got to go. Yeah, they got to go. Uh-huh. Reverse so, bloodline because ending. Because it's poisoned and you need to get rid of it. And Joel scurrying around like whispering about how like you're sinful and like that women are sluts and like I just don't know how you let that kind of shit happen in the house in your house because you still have control of the fucking money stop because that's the other thing you still have control of the money and I think we need to talk about how Chris kind of gaslights her so Chris gets this job where he like he's like look I know that this house is like a hellscape. <laughs> Unrelated. <laughs> I, and I know that I am arguing against any kind of change that would make it not a hellscape. However, I got this wonderful job where I will be living in the city five days a week and I'll come home on weekends. And so he does. And he every time he comes back, Kathy's like, Joel is out of control. He's done A, B, C, which he has. And Chris is like, you sound crazy. And you're being, your flight's a fancy, Kathy. I mean, my, your imagination is just. This would be gaslighting if he were the one doing it. Doing so it. I'm like, are you lying to yourself or do you just not give a shit? Are yeah. you just like kind of over <laughs> this family and Kathy and you just like don't want to deal with it? And so you're just like, just like fucking let it happen. I kept waiting to discover that, like, he met somebody in the city that wasn't part of this, I like, cursed been family. Shocked. 
I mean, he's so in, in love with her. Last yeah. book, Chris is like, actually, I'm kind of over you. <laughs> you know how I spent 40 years of our life telling you that you were mm. the only one for me. I, I mm-hmm. had to have my sister or die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I actually met this like mousy scientist (laughs) (laughs) over at the cancer lab. Yeah. And I don't know. She's really got my motor running. I mean, I think that I guess there's something (laughs) about fucking someone that's not not your your sister. sister. Huh? I never knew (laughs) that like I could get it up for a woman who didn't share some of my DNA. If I had known that. Dude, I guess it, I when never she really thought about it, like you said that to me like over and over again. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. My dick is just like so hard for you. I can't imagine it being harder. You but it just have to, out it gets harder. Yeah. I, I guess you just have to learn your own lessons. That's crazy. He, When she, when, when Kathy's like, you know, I really started to separate my memories of him as my brother <laughs> with him as a lover. I was like, you cannot backpedal this VC. And she's like, like, for example, no longer does he call me his lady Catherine. Oh my god! When I I was like, and so congrats. that's how he's not congrats my brother anymore. Congrats! And I, I mean, was like, sounds... well, thank God you're in your fifties. It's like fucking embarrassing. Yeah, he's calling you. Also, okay, I did not need to hear that she doesn't look fifty. I did not need to hear Never do. that like she and Chris just are outside of time and they still look like thirty. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. okay, we need to talk about what ends up happening to Chris because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, really? Right yeah. at the last second, you're going to yes. do this? Can you not just like grant them any happiness? You're I so know. mean. So mean. So mean. And it doesn't feel like an inevitable tragedy. You know, it just feels like, and I get it, like life happens, but also. <laughs> like life comes at you fast. And sometimes by <laughs> the thing that comes at you fast in life is a car. Yeah. And it's because you are just too good of a person mm-hmm. and you see an accident and you're a doctor. So you jump out of your car and run into the street and then a fucking Mack truck just bonks you mm-hmm. and you're dead, dead, you dead, dead. I was like, you're really going to kill him in the same way? I know. <laughs> your dad died. Yeah. I mean, destined, destined. How doomed. mean. How mean. And then the way that Kathy dies is very silly. I and it's that she didn't even know what happened. That was another thing. I don't where know it's like either. The whole I end, I went back and read, I want to say three times. And I still, because it's Chris no dies and then there's like five paragraphs and then at the end of the book and they've lived like 10 yeah. years in between that. Yeah. It's like, hmm, over the next 10 years, five stuff happened. I don't know how long. It's like, I know. And, and as then soon as one Chris day, died, um, Bart gave such a nice speech at his funeral. Just like somehow Chris's death like really got through to him. And I guess like this is proof that if Chris had just removed himself from the situation, things would have been fine. But anyway, so then he became like a really good minister on the TV. And then like Cindy sang with him on TV sometimes. And I would watch. And it was like the only thing I watched. And then I died. <laughs> and the way she dies, I didn't understand. She I just like goes up. Dies. I think she just goes up and is dead. <laughs> I was I like, one of two things happened. She goes up and she's just mm-hmm. dead. Like she died of a broken heart or something. She's like, well, I'm just going to go wait for death up in the attic. Or she right. like took a bunch of pills and then went upstairs and it's just not saying that clearly. Yeah. Unclear. 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 Extremely unclear. unclear extremely unclear because it's a very vc andrews way to die which is just to like go somewhere and then expire she just like goes up into the attic and is like ah that and then the kids find her body and they're like wow mom's dead and then that was it i guess she she died doing what she loved uh sitting in an attic <laughs> wishing she could Thinking still about fuck her, her brother, brother. <laughs> Well, she looking at the she moon. died. She died as she lived, <laughs> lusting after her brother in an attic. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess it's fitting. It's fitting. Yeah. I mean, is this maybe the best book we've read? No. No. I can't. I couldn't continue <laughs> not even with the bit. It was so bad. <laughs> it was it like, was, was, don't say it, Kelly. Don't say it. It's not true. It, don't don't make it true. Uh, I hated it. Ain't book. So hated it. I was like. <laughs> 
angrier <gasps> at the last book because Bart was so fucking annoying as a child with his like weird little <sighs> rascals speech. You know what the problem was is because we had to be in his mind. Exactly. Then at least oh, we got God. some breaks in Jory's mind. And again, Jory was the most emotionally healthy character of the series mm-hmm. or of any V.C. Andrews book, really. And mm-hmm. so it was like, well, at least we get some breaks with like a sane human. Yeah. And at least this is campy AF. Whereas this yeah, one was just where like it was- annoying and boring and repetitive. And I was like, truly, I don't understand why you're living this way. It was one of those things where we truly like she just kept being like, well, I just love my son so much. But like it didn't seem like real. You know, it didn't seem like mm-hmm. a real thing keeping her there. It could have been as simple as being like, so I felt that I needed to be punished and be at this house. Fine. I felt drawn to the house. Fine. I, I for some reason, I thought I could get through to Bart. Fine. But to just be like, well, I just really love Bart. I was like, well, I don't know how much that that will help you, you know, mm-hmm. to explain why you're staying at a recreation of the house that you're that you were locked in an attic of throughout your childhood. You're just making at this point, your choices are too bonkers. Like, yeah, and they're not like, even bothered okay, to be explained. Okay, I can understand if you want to fuck your brother. It's like, whatever. But, like, why are you going <laughs> to live in your old house? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just, I don't see myself moving back into the house where I was trapped in an attic. Yeah. Well, or maybe, okay, what if it was, like, if it were something like she was like, I could redo it all, you know, mm-hmm. here. I could fix it here. Fine. But it truly is just her being like, well, I just love my sons. Yeah. Like, okay, Kathy. It's like you and like and, and say nothing of my daughter. Plan. And that uh. plan was to stay for Bart's birthday, skedaddle mm-hmm. to Hawaii, and oh, live yeah, a happy life with Cindy only. Great. Love it. I understand love that it. Jory then gets paralyzed, but you do not have to stay in this house. You have no. quite a bit of money. Well, because remember also when like Chris was like, why don't we like I looked at a house that would fit like us and Jory like that'd be fun. And she's like, uh-huh. Or let's just stay here. And then he gets hit by a Mack truck. And I mean, I don't know if it's a Mack truck. He gets hit by something yeah. and dies. It's fun to think it's a Mack truck. <laughs> it is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Just makes it a little bit more dramatic. But I, you know, I really hated this book and I hated everybody in it. Mm hmm. Every single person this time. I was just really angry the entire time. Yeah. And I really hated Kathy. I know Kathy had gotten on my nerves before, but I don't think I hated her until now. I did. <laughs> when she was seducing people. It's, yeah, when she it's just her her behavior in Petals on the Wind was so erratic. And I understand I have this Look, this is a fictional character. I just don't yeah. want people accusing me of like not sympathizing with people who've been through trauma. This is a fictional character, so I'm going to be as bitchy as I want. Okay. Kathy, I understand that you were imprisoned and raped by your brother and now you're attracted to only or you're attracted to your brother and like your ideas about sex are like way warped, but I do not want to sit through a fucking book of your whole life where all you do is walk into more trauma. Well, here's the here's here's what I'm going to say, right? Like anyone is allowed to deal with their trauma however they want. It doesn't mean I want to be there for it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that it's not annoying. Mm-hmm. It's you just know? The, the writing of it is very annoying. Yeah, it's just like like every, anyone can live their lives however they want, but it doesn't mean I need to like sit be there and, and hang it. out with them for it. <laughs> you know, like. Mm-hmm. So I understand what you're saying. Where it's just like, God, Kathy, again, Jesus, like, like just like stop it with Paul and with Chris and with Julian and yeah. <sighs> and it, God, if I wanted to relive my twenties, <laughs> except uh, it's like grosser because like she's younger, so it's a little bit like icky to read too. Yeah, and it's like written as being sexy, and it's not sexy, and I hate it, and yeah. I'm sick of V.C. Andrews, and I don't like her, and fuck her. 
<laughs> See, I still love VC Andrews. Like, I still love my sweet Audrina, even though it's like totally fucked. And like, I liked the first Flowers in the Attic. And, uh, but it's like, I it will always have a place in my heart, mm -hmm. even while I hate her and think that she's toxic. <laughs> <laughs> she is. I, and it's one of those things where like she, you know, writes a lot about like the things that men do to women. Um, but at the same time, it's still kind of spicy and titillating, probably because she was living a very pandemic-y life, you know, because she was like locked up and stuff. Um, so it's like everyone was acting horny on Maine. This is her acting horny on Maine. <laughs> and like this is imagine, right? Reading someone like someone's tweets being horny on Maine as long as these books are. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Where it's like, oh God. Okay, I get what's happening with you, but like, I don't need to be there. Yeah. It's like yeah. you can write about all these things in a way that doesn't like romanticize abuse. Yeah. That's what it comes yeah. down to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I like, we're going to take a bit of a break between this and our next VC. Yeah, I just want some more fun stuff. You know, I want some more silly books, sillies, short sillies, some short you know? and sillies. Because I'm going to tell you something, Lindsay. I read the book for next week already, and I'm going to tell you something. No idea what the fuck happened in that book. I cannot <laughs> tell you. I don't understand. I don't think I understood it. I don't know what happened. I don't know. I, 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 I do not know what happened to anybody. I am interested to see how you feel about this book. But I was kind of just like, I don't know. Okay. Like, well, we'll there was find a lot out of soon. me going like, I guess that happened. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> like okay, um, but that's the book. Um, I you don't need to read it. it don't read it. Seeds yesterday. Oh, don't, don't, don't. It was like again ugh. the last one. It was like okay. Well, at least this is absolutely bonkers. Yeah, this one was annoying. Yeah, I only liked the scene where nobody came to his party. I thought that Both was of funny. his parties. I. <laughs> The parties were really good, and then that weird, awkward, like, everybody sit around the fireplace and, like, Jory's going to do a really depressing speech. Like, yes. that, those parts I thought were good. Everything else didn't Everything need Everything else, no. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, that was Seeds of Yesterday. That was Seeds um, of Yesterday. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate you. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you to our Patreon listeners. Um, you guys help keep us alive patreon.com slash teen creeps we got a lot of cool stuff on there um special thank you to our patreon producers uh thank you carrie l rebecca goss jessica Yu, gwendolyn ludovic keith anderson emma brian petty the second sersha disgaro marco pavlicic jessica smith harper katie Lilly, rashad black gabriella santiago grace armstrong tristan buckner courtney mcphail Victoria Gray, Sarah, Claire Moore, Randy Clutt, Melody, Jeremy Cronk, Jonathan Venable, Sarah Wallen, Mandalay Walschlager, Kat Miller, Gianna Fernandez, Landry Desmond, Megan Lozier, Rogue Kalahua, Karen Lewis, Miranda Hester, Ebony Collins, Ann Dwyer, Emma Murray, Christerina, Danielle Lamana, Danny, Victoria Beck, Amanda Nangle, Luke Bartek, Ashley Fritz, Sasha Gibson, Miguel Camacho, Aaron Fernandez, Noah Spargo, Molly Marks, Victoria Valdez, Micah Eunice, Laura Hooper, Kelly Burns, and Kelly Carrie Lubarski. Well. <laughs> <Carrie, laughs> no, and is, Carrie Lubarski. Carrie is Kelly, Carrie L at the top. Oh my God. But yes, we should say her last name. She got back to us. I'll enter it in. Okay. But we did thank Carrie. And we already did. Oh my God, we already did. Idiot. Oh my God. I'm so an idiot. I thought I was being, you know, you I thought were I being. was being. I was being. You were being. Um, uh, you didn't know. I didn't know. I've added it. Well, thanks, everybody. Mm -hmm. We appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, next week, what are we reading that you were just talking about? The Cemetery by Deathkins. Deathkins. <laughs> Shut up. 
Shout out to Dutkins. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what the fuck that book was about. Dog. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks for Atkins. listening. We'll catch you then. In the meantime, wear your mask according to CDC guidelines. Look it up. Get vaccinated. There's plenty now for everybody. Tons. So tons, much vaccines. Tons, tons. Uh, don't be an anti-vaxxer. Look into the science. Mm-hmm. And keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.